0: This is Music in Motion. A podcast looking at how music moves us through our lives. Forward, backward, and everywhere in between.
1: Produced by the crew at Kilo FM and KRXB FM in Colorado Springs.
0: Subscribe to the series to follow along as we journey through the music of our lives. Hello, it's Sean with the Music in Motion podcast. Thanks for jumping in and checking out this new episode. I got to check in with Honor, singer-songwriter out of Scotland. He's a new up-and-comer, although he has quite the history when it comes to music in general. He's quite prolific and has had some big names that he's worked with, but you know, you gotta listen in on the conversation to get more of that. So with that, here is my conversation with... With honor, and I have to tell you, we started everything off with me asking that question that you ask everybody in 2020. So, how's it been during, you know, 2020?
1: Yeah, it has. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's actually the for everybody, I guess, for a kick off, you know. Um, so mine has been probably even more on top of that, um, but it's been it's been a real kind of mix of some amazing stuff and uh, and obviously you know they kind of they kind of awful background of everything as well so I'm I've been lucky to be able to kind of create music and put music out during all of this and see the response that everyone's kind of had to it has been has been amazing
0: I think that's really what I wanted to talk to you about I mean you have you know a new single out and you didn't get to tour probably as planned in 2020 and you know what has yeah. that been like to try to keep your career going to launch it even further than what it was already at in during a pandemic in a year you know when we're all on lockdown we can't do anything that we normally do
1: yeah it's been really bizarre it's uh, it's been a, a really odd experience because even things like this like talking to you and and you know talking to to you know radio stations or press or people who have been supportive i'm doing it all from within the same four walls you know so like i know my music is out and people are listening to it and enjoying it and um you know it means a hell of a lot and it's incredible but it does feel slightly surreal that i'm not part of that either you know i'm not playing shows and I'm not seeing that kind of response um face to face so it's a little bit like a simulation sometimes
0: yes <laughs> um
1: but uh, <laughs> but yeah I mean, you know I as it's, it's been it's been a crazy year uh, for me all of our touring plans were obviously cancelled and um i kind of went back to the studio and started to write. But from that, you know, various sort of uh, opportunities and things came because I was working with other artists who would probably have been touring. So, uh, you know, just that as well.
0: In one way, can you sort of look at it as a positive as well though, in that you can focus a little bit more on your work and on your art and sort of hone it Mm. the way you want to hone it and get it out there the way you want to get it out there? Um Must Stop is an incredible song, an incredible single. And I don't okay. know if that the plan on that single in general like altered because of pandemic and you know, our people maybe have more access to it right now because of streaming and I, I'm just curious yeah. how that works for an artist like you.
1: Yeah, it's it's funny because I go back and forward myself on it, you know, sometimes I really curse the fact that I'm not touring and I'm not seeing people and I'm not able to kinda of push the tracks sort or of traditionally. But then other times you're right. I, I have to remember that I've had so many opportunities um, that I may not have had because of of being locked down. Um, you know, even working with Sarah from FancyGram, that that was a situation that happened when we were both locked down and both had time in the studio to to do something. Would that have been the case? Um, otherwise, you know, I don't know. So it's it's hard. I think I'm trying to look at everything in a positive light. Um right now I'm in the studio, I've been in the same little studio room for the last two weeks. You know, that's time that I would never have been able to find otherwise, um, and it's been nice to, to dig into the record a little bit and really, you know, have the time to to craft stuff properly. So yeah, I'm I'm trying to look at things positively the same way that everybody else is, I guess.
0: Where are you calling from? Where are you checking in from exactly?
1: So it's a little town called Dumfries in the south of Scotland. Um I've lived all over Scotland but this is where I've lived most of my life. It's uh it's a fairly rural little community. It's most famous for its other musical son, Calvin Harris, actually. Oh wow. Uh, who comes from here as so. well. Um so yeah, it's uh it's a nice little place and during all of this madness it's been nice being based somewhere a little bit more out of the way, I have to be honest. It's been it's been pretty nice.
0: Oh I bet. I mean are your numbers fairly low there? Yeah. Obviously like yeah. Being slightly isolated already.
1: Yeah, it's definitely been a. Li- we've you know it's we've we've had cases and it's been you know bad and troublesome, um, same as everywhere. But I do feel that we're avoiding uh, some of the kind of heavy hits that like you guys and, and other places around the world are kind of taking right now. We've been we've been reasonably lucky that way. So. Yeah, I mean, who knows what's going to happen touring-wise and, and things over the next six months, but um, yeah, I guess we'll see.
0: Let's jump back to the single. Um, I, I find it interesting when you talk about Sarah jumping on, Sarah from Fanagram and yeah. I know, did the song sort of take a different form when you turn it into du- a duet?
1: Yeah, massively.
0: It sounds like yeah. maybe it did. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, it, that's it, great.
1: Yeah, it really did. Yeah, it, it really did. So I I kind of wrote it, um, when I first wrote it, it was very much this sort of like honky-dory style, um, almost quite sort of flippant and and playful kind of thing. And I never really got that big, or, um, you know, I didn't have those sort of big instrumental sections and things. And then I tried a different couple of styles with it, but as soon as I heard Sarah's vocal on it, um, and her vocal is just, you know, it it really is incredible, and... I just felt that all of a sudden the song had a scale to it and had a sort of purpose that I could produce alongside. You know, her vocal matched to that. Um, and it really took it in a completely different direction, but it just immediately made sense to me. Like, as soon as I started working on it with Sarah's vocal, I was like, Ah, oh, right, this is how this song is meant to sound. That's great.
0: I think it is really relatable, especially in 2020, when I know a lot of partners, a lot of couples. Yeah have discovered wh- whether they should be together or not. Like, it's just come down to that. Like, can we be holed up in an apartment together? Do I want to spend the rest of my life with this person when life is so precious and we're all facing that right now, you know?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, you know, I'm like the same as everyone else, I've heard quite a few <laughs> examples of, of things like that during lockdown, you know, some unbelievable examples. And uh, I think it really has just given people a real... um just an excuse to kind of step back and analyse every part of their life that ordinarily, is the John Lennon quote, isn't it? Like, life is what happens while you make other plans. And it's so true, you know, and this has been one of the few times that people will be able to step back and actually think about what they're doing and what their life is and who they're with and what their purpose is. And sometimes that's not a particularly pleasant thing to do. Um, but, but yeah, and this track, I mean, it definitely buys into that kind of ethos. And, you know, the track was written before all of this happened. But I do feel it has kind of resonated with people um, now because of of this situation as well.
0: I know you're going to be doing live sessions and interviews and, you know, screen time, all of that. But as far as the rest of 2020 and then looking at 2021, what are your hopes, Honor, as far as for you as an artist?
1: Well, I I mean, obviously the touring thing is difficult. So I'm, I'm trying not really to think about that it's given me some time to really focus on writing my record and putting that together and try to look at other collaborations with other artists. You know, working with Niall Rogers and Sarah has definitely sort of opened doors for me in terms of, you know, people starting to take me seriously, which is quite nice. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to focus mostly on that. Um, That's my plan. And then hopefully if there are any sort of you know live performance streaming opportunities between now and end of the year um, I'll take them as they come really but I'm just enjoying the response to this track and and seeing the song go out into the world places I've never been and uh and doing its thing it's, it's pretty amazing to see it
0: you have an incredible pedigree but you mentioned uh, I I think I heard you right where you just said um people starting to take you seriously like has that been an issue yeah. for you you know is it just yeah yeah,
1: yeah I, I think so yeah I mean I don't know. I, it's, I think every artist probably has that sort of uh, self-deprecative sort of streak to them. Um, but I, I feel that um, it, working, particularly, I think Nile Rogers taking a punt on me, you know, and, and wanting to release a song with me. He's one of my heroes. You know, he's a real idol of mine. I'm a massive David Bowie fan. And, uh, yes. you know, I've been a huge Niall Rogers follower my entire life so the fact that someone with his pedigree would say you know this is good this is you know stick in you're doing you're doing it right (laughs) um that means a hell of a lot and it gives me a lot of confidence um to go to go and work with other people and um it's it's been good i think you know you have to take yourself seriously before anybody else well i guess so
0: i love hearing about the collaborations with niall rogers he I mean, he was such an influence in his work with David Bowie. He's a professional. Bowie trusted his opinion and his work. So it sounds to me like you're trying to follow in those footsteps, which is really interesting with this single, too, and you being open to changing the meaning of it and sort of altering it. Bowie did that so many times with his music and you know, change the the path of a song forever. So I just think that's awesome that you choose to follow that same path.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I, I could I could talk all day about how much I love David Bowie. I, really, I bore people to tears with it uh, all the time. <laughs> but he is he is he's the reason I do music. He is he's to me he's the he's the embodiment of the perfect writer, musician, performer, producer, everything. You know. Um. And like you say, the fact that Niall was somebody that he trusted, somebody that reinvented Bowie's career more than once, um, right. you know, he's he's an incredible person. If if that was all that Niall Rogers had ever done, he would still be, you know, that would be enough. But the fact that he's done just more. An incredible <laughs> amount of unbelievable <laughs> stuff on top of that as well. Yes, yes. Um, so yeah, it was it was
0: an amazing experience. Well, let's make a, a promise to each other that maybe we'll get through this and you know, rolling into twenty twenty one, um you can bore me all you want and we can talk about David Bowie for hours and listen to Bowie's music and Maybe someday we can make that happen because that's. I'm
1: 100% up for that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll, I'll even come to Scotland, honor. Why not? I'll come to Scotland and really hang cool. out with you. We'll do that. All right.
1: <laughs> that's great. We'll, we'll stick on, we'll stick on honky Dory. It'll be great. will
0: <laughs> <laughs> That sounds so perfect. Um, congratulations on must stop. I, I really dig this song. I think it has this sort of ferociousness to it. Like it, it's strong. It, kind of is pissy. And at the same time, you're right, having Sarah on there, it definitely delivers this whole other view to it. And it's it's a gorgeous song. And at the same time, like I said, it's a bit rock and roll. So good job.
1: Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It's, uh, it's it's probably the thing I like most about it is um, is that it does sort of lurch from light to shade quite a lot throughout it. And uh, yeah, I love the fact that people are feeling it and it, you know, striking cores within people it really it really does mean the world so and thank you so much for you guys support as well you know it's it's amazing
0: well again um we'll make our um we'll plan our meetup for 2021 and our david bowie hangout session thank you for checking in and jumping on the music in motion podcast and then i know you're going to be doing um an instagram live session next week with Kate on RSP, yeah. So I look forward to watching that as well. I appreciate it. Brilliant.
1: That's great. No, thanks for your time. That's really good of you.
0: There you go. Such a great conversation with an amazing emerging artist out of Scotland, Honor. Be sure to check out his current single. It's called Must Stop. And I got to tell you, has some excellent F-bomb usage in it, but it's all to make a point. And it features Sarah from Fantagram on it. Check it out. And of course, we'll add it into our Spotify playlist. And yeah, I can't wait to hang out with Honor Maybe things get back to normal after 2020 and we can talk up David Bowie. Thanks for listening to Music in Motion.
1: In this series, we'll cover how music moves us, influences us, and changes us.
0: Past, present, and future. We hope you take this ride with us.